Hi, this is Kristen Cabrera, reporter-producer from the Texas Standard. One of the coolest things about working on the show is getting to tell stories from my community, like this one I did on high school UAL Mariachi. But you know, this is Texas. You'd be hard-pressed to go a week without hearing. Dun-dun! Listen anytime to the Texas Standard, wherever you get your podcasts. From KUT and KUTX Studios. Welcome to This Song, the podcast where artists talk about the songs that changed their lives and give us a glimpse into their creative process. I'm your host, Elizabeth McQueen, and in this episode, we'll hear from singer and songwriter Connor Oberst. He just released a record called Salutations, which is like a full band reworking of his 2016 record, Ruminations. Ruminations is like a really sad record. It's a lonely record. The arrangements are super sparse. It's just his vocals and like one other instrument, a piano or a guitar. And the subject matter is bleak, or maybe it just sounds especially bleak because of those sparse arrangements. I don't know, because those same songs, they sound less desperate, less like a cry for help and more like a call to arms on this record, Salutations, because he took the songs from Ruminations and arranged them for a full band with the help of legendary drummer Jim Keltner and his friends, the Felice Brothers, and lots of other friends, and they added seven more songs to the original ten, and that is the new record, Salutations. Oberst was in town with the Felice Brothers and M. Ward during South by Southwest, but he was actually here to play Willie Nelson's Luck Reunion. It's kind of like a laid-back hill country alternative to South by Southwest put on by none other than Texas's favorite musician, Willie Nelson. While he was here, I was able to talk with him, and he told me about a song that's been helping him a lot lately— a song by the band that helped him make his new record, The Felice Brothers. So here he is, Connor Oberst. It's actually a recent song by my good friends, The Felice Brothers, who um, helped record my new record and who I tour with a lot. It's called Jack at the Asylum, and it's off their last record, Life in the Dark. But yeah, I mean, it's a. I think it's sort of, you know, I don't want to speak to what Ian was thinking when he wrote it, but I, to me, it sounds like, you know, disillusionment or the, you know, the mixed, the mixed bag, which is the American experience, I guess. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's like, there's, there's something beautiful about it, but it, you know, it also has, and it's not, you know, it's, you know, it's not like super expensive explicit in that way it's just the way that i take it you know it's like what i take from it i guess is what i'm saying it just i guess probably like a lot of us or i don't want to presume anything but uh i've been having some mixed emotions about america 
the country I live in lately because of like the horrible situation that's going on. Um, and uh, I don't know. I feel like that song like encapsulates all like the beauty and like horror of the United States. I don't know. I've been like just kind of like leaning on that one lately. It's been it's been helpful for me. I have heard okay. the police brothers, yeah. You know, I mean, I think that they're like, uh, you know, to me, there's a lot of people that get, um, I don't know, people throw a word, throw, throw the word around like Americana or whatever a lot when describing music, but I think most of most of the time that's like a very, um, I don't know, it just doesn't ring too true to me with like a lot of people that get described as that because it's like a, you know, it's like a, it's like a building on like a, western movie set you know there's like a facade and then there's like no building when you like walk through the door there's like nothing actually like substantial behind a lot of that what gets described as that but to me they're actually like you know if you want to find a you know quote unquote like american band that like to me sounds like what i think of as like patriotic if that makes any sense which is probably the inverse of some other people but um to me they are like the most like they're my you know the best american sounding band <laughs> that makes any sense they're really i mean they're tied to like actual like you know like folk music and you know yeah. woody guthrie and like all the good old stuff it's a mighty hard road that my poor hand is told my poor feet has traveled a hot, dusty road. Out of your dust bowl and westward we rolled, and your desert was hot and your mountains was cold. Did you, you said you heard it, it was on their last record? It was on their last record, so it came out before. It's not like a protest song by any means. It was written before the election, but yeah, it came out last year. But then, for yeah, for some reason, I just feel like I don't know. Even when I was on tour without them in uh, Europe, right after, like in January, right after the election, you know, I just like I don't know. I just started covering it because it just made me feel better. You know, I think at this moment, a lot of us are turning to music mm -hmm. that other people made to help us make yeah. sense of yeah what's happening, and so like. Is that is that song like something? Are you getting comfort from it? Is it catharsis? Or is it just a way to process what what it is to live in this country? Yeah. Yes. It's more basic than that. I mean, it's not like it's 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 just it's it's. I find it soothing. I guess. I guess that's to me. That's it. You know. There's one. There's like one line where he's like, "I thought of running off, but where would I go? I'd never miss. I'd never make it beyond Buffalo." I'd miss your cowgirl kiss, your red fangs, your lips. Yeah, it's like, it's, it's. And you're stoked. like, it's he's stoked. talking about America right there. <laughs> Did you kill your son, Joe 
night nurse She read me his final will I thought of running off But where would I go? I wouldn't make it beyond Buffalo now more than ever and I, I think a lot of artists are talking about this like there's like an imperative to do something and and say something you know yeah I think you know and it's not it's not unique to the United States I mean obviously we have like a very like almost cartoonish example of it but you know, there's a rise of fundamentalism all over the world. Like, you go to any European country, there's going to be some basically like white supremacist type political party that's like gaining popularity because, like, you know, Syrian refugees and blah blah blah, and the economies and and it's it's just a thing, you know. And like, I think that anybody like that has like a conscience and like wants to live in a world where like everyone's you know there's like human dignity for everyone and like it's okay to be different than each other and we can we don't have to doesn't mean we have to like kill each other or hate each other you know i mean i think that's the main like crux of it so it's like if and i still believe you know i try to stay optimistic i think there still are more people like on my side of the fence than the other side it's just that the other side seems to be more organized, you know, in their different camps, you know, and they're really hoping for, they want the end of the world. And this record, the record that you did by yourself, Ruminations, is just, it's so sad, man. It's such a portrait of, like, depression, like, in a very, like, the best way. But when you added the Felice Brothers and you added more songs, I feel like the rec, even though there are a lot of the same songs, mm. it's become, like, a, a, a more political record that's yeah i mean definitely change i mean i don't know if i don't know if it's much more political or not but it definitely like i feel like the you know it's almost like a slight i mean obviously like an inversion of like something that's so stripped down and solo and alone sounding to like a mar a much more you know communal affair you know old ronnie reagan he was a shoe salesman's son He got himself in the movies Yeah, he impressed everyone He thought trial by fire Was America's fate He made a joke of the poor people And that made him a saint But he was... Yeah, I mean, I'm... I'm more into the band record just because like just hearing myself playing guitar and singing isn't that exciting to me but right. um but like hearing Jim Keltner playing my songs is exciting to me you know and yeah. like hearing the Fleece Brothers and had a bunch of friends um my friend Gillian Welch sang on songs and like really like transformed some of those songs with her harmonies like into like a whole different stratosphere and it would take a time machine Fulfill all of my fantasies 
Wilson, my old friend Maria Taylor, whose voice I love. So yeah, there's a lot of, a lot of people helped out. I mean, for you as an artist, like has the, has the mission changed? Like, are you, are you trying to make music now? Like with when you go out with this new record and when you tour with it and when you, get up in front of people, like, do you feel like even though you wrote this record before Trump was elected, when you thought right now you would be living in a, a different world? Yeah. Right? Absolutely. So now you're taking these songs that you wrote previously, taking them out to people, you're going to play them. I mean, do you feel like your mission has changed? Are you going to try to bring some soothing to people or like? Well, I mean, I think that's, I think that's always the goal of, you know, to to hope people, you know, I kind of, when I make my music, it's, I don't, I don't have a whole lot of intention. It's sort of like something I've always done since I was a kid and I just keep, I would keep writing songs and sometimes, you know, there's always been some level of like, I guess, political or like social observation in my songs. But I, you know, it's hard for me to, um, to like sit down and be like, okay, I'm going to write like a protest song or I'm going to write a love song or whatever, you know, it's just like sort of that happens in its own sort of process, which I still thankfully don't totally understand because I feel like keeping the mystery of that for me is is good i don't want to know where some things come from but um but yes i do think like you know the hope is always that people can connect to it and you know either find you know yeah find comfort in it or find something of value in it whether it's like you know i don't know some idea or something that like strikes them and resonates with them and makes them you know feel less alone in the world, I guess, or, you know, feels some connection to it. That's, that's, that's definitely something I, you know, I don't have any control over that as far as like how people receive what I make, but I hope that people do get something out of it. (laughs) (laughs) I read a book about the bad lands. Sometimes this house looks like death. And too much sun can be a dry man That's why we sleep as late as we can And it's long And this is Overdue from Connor Ober's new record, Salutations. He's right now touring North America, supporting this record. And if you live here in Austin, Texas, well, he will be coming to town to ACL Live at the Moody Theater on May 19th with Phoebe Bridgers and Julian Baker. And if you don't live in Austin, do not worry. He's playing all over. I will post a link to his tour dates on the show notes page for this episode on the KTX website. If you dug that conversation I had with Connor, then I bet you'll like conversations I had with his fellow Monsters of Folk compatriots, Jim James and M. Ward. Like, they've both been on this podcast, and both conversations were great. Jim James talked about music and activism and songs that make him want to move forward, and M. Ward talked about having his mind blown by guitarist John Fahey. 
I'll post links to those episodes on the show notes for this episode, or you can find them on iTunes or Stitcher or wherever you get your podcasts. And when you go to our archives, you'll see we have a lot of episodes. We have over like 80 episodes. There's a lot of listening you could do. And if you listen and you like the podcast, then please take a moment and leave a rating or a review on iTunes. Ratings help us a lot. They help people find this podcast. Plus, they make us all feel especially warm and fuzzy here at Team This Song. And that's it. You have come to the end of another episode of This Song. This song is a production of KUTX 98.9 in Austin, Texas. This episode was produced and edited by David Sanger and me, Elizabeth McQueen, with help from Kelly Seal and Peter Babb. This interview was recorded by me. Taylor Wallace curates our Instagram account. She does a great job. Kelly Seal is our most excellent intern. We want to say goodbye to Natalie Gayona. She was our marketing intern. I know you're going to do awesome things. Thanks to Deidre Gott and Peter Babb and Todd Callahan for all they do for this podcast. And yes, it's true. Our theme song is Mahout or Mahout, Mahout by Austin's own Hard Proof. You can follow us on Twitter, Instagram, or Snapchat. Our handle is at this song KUTX. You can like us on Facebook and you could subscribe to this song along with the other KUTX podcasts, Austin Music Minute, Liner Notes, and Song of the Day on iTunes. Right on. Thanks for listening. Talk to you next time. KUT's next AT Explained live show is April 3rd. Brand new stories about Austin's people, places, and culture told live on stage by your favorite KUT journalists. I've never gotten any specific invites from Steiner Ranch. And that's about the time Charlie chomped down on that chicken. I will hypnotize you into securing my law services. Join us April 3rd at the Paramount Theater for KUT's next AT Explained Live. Tickets are on sale now. Get them at austintheater.org. And we'll see you there.